In this episode of the Money Markets Mindset Podcast, I'm sitting down with my good friend and new stock market coach with Power Trades University, Wade Sutton. And we're talking about the conversation about becoming a millionaire and more so about who you have to become versus what you have to do. We're talking about the mindset, the grind set of who you have to be every single day when you wake up and look in the mirror to become a millionaire. And sometimes that's more important than the physical activities that you have to do. So let's get into this conversation and let's talk about who do you got to become to become a millionaire? Let's do it. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like, you know, your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it. Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risk. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Hey, what's up? We're back with another Money Markets and Mindset podcast. If you're new, tuning in here. I'm Stock Market Coach and Options Trader Jason Brown, and we got the new uh, team member, Coach Sutton, with us. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on, listening on Apple's Stitcher or any of the podcast players, welcome to the show. So Wade, you're rocking a Never Go Broke, taking a profit shirt. I'm rocking a Five Year Millionaire shirt, and I think both of them is key right now because before we cut the mic on and start recording, you know, we were just talking about this whole Tesla trade that I'm in. And we're like, look, if we're living by our principles, we need to close the trade and take the profit because we've had some major profit. But until we fully close it, it's not really yours in the bank account, man. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I don't think people understand that we still have a hard time closing like massive trades because we're staring at the upside. I'm like, I think Tesla goes 300, you know, but it's like, look, dude, you're already up. I mean, I'm doing quick math. 57,000, which is no small feat. Congratulations. Thank you. But as weird as that sounds, I'm like everybody else. Sometimes I still feel like that's not enough. <laughs> right. And so, in order to remind ourselves what we should do, number one, we're going to take a profit. We're going to close it out. Um, and then number two, you know, we're going to talk about everybody wants to be a millionaire. So we were just talking about everybody wants to be a millionaire, but no one really wants to do what a millionaire does. They just want the money, but they don't necessarily do what people have to do. So what's your thoughts about that? Because that's the topic yeah. for today. I appreciate that, Jay. And I think to clarify, people are people are willing to work hard. Like they're, you know, I drive, I remember driving through neighborhoods and you see houses and you're just like, I don't know what they do, 
but I'm willing to do that. <laughs> you know, and, and the reality is. Don't like, even you, know what they do, but I'm willing yeah, to do it. I'm willing yeah. to do it because, you know, when I think about people working hard, working two jobs, you know, trying to get that holiday pay, trying to get the, you know, those overtime and to get to get ahead. Like, don't discount that. I mean, that is hard work. That is, that's slogging it out. But they they might be missing the more effective way. Like, what what do I need to do? What are the steps to get there? Because if it wasn't necessarily modeled to you, if you didn't have some of those, you know, tailwinds, somebody that gives you some some coaching, some some resources, you're sitting there going, how do I get into the game? Like that's that's the idea of like everybody get get past the the visioning. Get past like, yes, I want it, but what do I need to do? Like, let's just back that up a little bit because one of the things that I, I appreciate in our forum and anybody that's trying to get into a new path has to have a North Star. Like, if I had this, what would inspire me? It's the, you know, I would help my mom out. I'd buy a house. I would pay for college. You know, cars are taken care of. Like, great. Those are all very noble. That's very inspiring because no matter where you're at, you're saying that success would look like that. It would feel like that. And that's fun. And it's inspiring. But then what do I need to do? So, you know, one of the things that I appreciate that you've built, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Jason, is what is becoming a millionaire look like? Great question. And we were talking about that. People don't really put as much emphasis on becoming a millionaire versus making a million dollars. And you have to become a millionaire in your mind first. I was a millionaire when I was broke. You're like, well, how are you a millionaire when you're broke? Because when a millionaire is broke, do they, how do they think? They think this won't be for long. What lesson am I going to learn from this? How am I going to use this to come back bigger, better, stronger? Those aren't reserved for a certain dollar amount of people. Yeah. It's reserved for a certain mindset. And that's that millionaire mindset where you're like, okay, how do they think? How do they see obstacles? How do they see failure? How do they see difficulties? How do they see roadblocks? And I believe, what was it? Is it Think and Grow Rich? He talked about like... um is less about becoming a millionaire is less about what you have to do and who you have to become. And when you think about it in the stock market terms, who you have to become is a person that says you never go broke taking a profit. You become a person who realized there'll always be another trade another day. You become a person that protects their account from major losses or from catastrophic swings. And you don't just hope is going to the moon and go to the fence. You hit base hits and you get on base. And every now and again, somebody hits a home run while bases is loaded and you get to bring all the troops home. But those are some of the things about the person you have to become. But it's more than just like trading who you have to become making money there. But I always tell people like the stock market will reflect who you are in real life. So if you're greedy in real life, yeah. you're probably greedy in the stock market. When you're up, you don't want to take the profit. If you um, are a person who speeds through red lights, you're a person that holds the trade over earnings. 
you know what I'm saying, or over a fed talk, you know, because you are the type of person that you're not, you're not calculating the risk. You're like, I'm gonna run this red light and speed up and go through it. You didn't calculate the risk. Like, okay, if you make the red light, you get to your destination on time or maybe a minute late. But if you run the red light and you crash and you kill someone or kill yourself, you never get to the destination. You kill them, you survive, you go to jail. You haven't calculated the risk. So now you like, I don't run the red light. Maybe I'm five minutes late to this engagement, but nobody dies. I'm not in jail, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that stood out to me from that that train of thought is I think about, you know, make business owners and, and running a business. If And this is silly, but, but my daughter's home from college and she's just home for another, you know, couple weeks. And so she's like, you know, let me start my own little business, uh, you know, doing shave ice, kind of like a lemonade stand. And, and she started to, to build this out. But as she started to run through the requirements and the legislation to make that happen, let me, let me just take you on it. Uh, safe serve, right? You got to pay $200 to go down and get certified to handle food properly. Then you're going to have to go get insurance. And you're gonna have to pay some money for that. And they're gonna check and make sure you're doing this right. Uh, you're gonna have to go to the city and register. You know, So if you go and go to a farmer's market and there's a bunch of food poisoning, they're gonna be like, hey, we can narrow it down to these 30 people. And you're gonna have to register and there's regulations and there's a process to make sure that you're handling food properly, you're insured. So in case something silly happens, you're covered. And so even for a lemonade stand, in running a business, there were barriers. Now, in the stock market, it, it's a double-edged sword, right? Open up a Weibo account or, you know, a, a, an app-based trading system, link your, your bank account to it, put some money in there, and you're off to the races. Like, you've start, you're, you were handed the keys to something without necessarily having the regulation or the barriers, the checks and balances to make sure you can operate a trading account properly. And so when you were talking about running those red lights or, you know, the, there's regulations, there's processes, there's steps. And I think that's a, you know, I think you've been in this long enough. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that as far as a, a process and a system and some regulations, some, some graduating, you know, scaling from a hobby lemonade stand to run in a business of a trading account yeah i once heard some ladies say it like this and i thought it was interesting it was like you need a license to drive a car you have to be 18 before you can buy cigarettes 21 before you can drink um you need training for all these other things it's like but don't let anybody have a baby you know, it, it, it look, this is not a this is not like a video about women's rights or, you know, yeah. or like nothing like that. I, the point is some people shouldn't become parents. <laughs> right. Like and if they do, there should be like a license, some type of training. I mean, think about it like this. You're not even forced to take CPR classes as a parent. Right. Knowing your kid could just choke like, well, no, here, here's your baby. Um, biggest thing they make you do is make sure you know how to put the car seat in. 
when you're bringing the kid home, yep. Yep. right? It's like, forget CPR, forget making sure you cut the food up into small pieces so they don't choke. It's like, we cannot let you leave this hospital without the car seat installed, <laughs> right? And so I, I'm saying that, I'm, I'm saying that to say, same with the stock market. There is no requirements other than you got a social security number. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Sign up for a trading account. Answer a few questions. Here you go. And so there's no real regulation. There's no real making sure you understand what you're doing before you get into the game. And I think that's like handing the keys to the Ferrari or the Corvette to like a 15 year old. They haven't been to driver's <laughs> training yet. They haven't driven in the rain, nothing. And you're just like, here's this powerful machine. Here are the keys. And so I don't even remember what the original question was. <laughs> but yeah, So, and I, I think you're getting there because we're talking about, you know, people want to have, you know, be a millionaire and the work and the mindset of what do I need to do? What are the steps? What are the formulas? You know, we, we don't allow people to open up lemonade stands without some regulation, you know, and there's, there's a process, there's some checks and balances and putting a system in place that's a predictable, repeatable play in the odds. You know, I think that's, that's an important difference between a, a hobbyist or somebody that's like, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah, we all want that. But what are the doings? What are the steps? What do I need to, uh, you know, I think about something like becoming a, a millionaire might include charting three hours a week. You know, go through the right activities. You know, so if, if that wasn't, if that wasn't even on your list of, of a checklist, like what kind of checklist, what are some, uh, top down, what are some things that you would say just off the top of your head, you know, mm. what, what would be those, those I doings? Guess. So we just got off a live stream and I'm looking at my notes from that. And we said, you know, the top three things people need to be thinking about is getting the right information yeah. and getting the right education on how to apply that information. And then obviously the right application. Right. And so I think on your way to becoming a millionaire, especially from the stock market, but with anything, the principles are kind of the same. You need the right information. So it's like, how does this work? How does this work? And then the, the kind of like the, 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 the B of that question, right? If, if a one, a is like, get the right information. One B is like, how do I make it work for me? Right? One A is like, okay, I understand the right information, but how do I make it work for me in my situation? Meaning I don't have a lot of money. Yes. I don't have a lot of time. Whatever the case may be, how do you make it work for you? I think the second thing is getting the right education. So 1A, information, education, how does it work? How to make it work for me? And then application, so how do you apply it? And if you break down the steps, I can only talk about what I did. And one of the things that I did in the early stages was I understood that the stock market had patterns charts have stocks have patterns and a good time to buy a good time to sell so one of the things that i did when you talk about wanting to be a millionaire from the stock market specifically it's like okay i would chart a hundred stocks a night and reason why i did a hundred i want people to understand is 500 stocks in the s p 500 i was always a math guy so i was like oh it's five days in a week if i do a hundred a night i will have went through all 500 of the s p 500 stocks by friday but 
what I didn't realize was I was just trying to get through and see where the opportunity was. What I didn't realize is the more I did that, the more it was like going to the gym and lifting weights. And so I was yeah. building the muscle to where I could see patterns because I would look at 500 of them in a week or 100 of them in the night. And so I got really quick at finding stocks that were moving, best time to buy, best time to sell because I was lifting that muscle. So that's one thing that people could do that they don't do. And, and when you think about trading, it's really boring. And I heard another one of my mentors said yes. this before. My mentor said, like, if your business isn't boring, you're doing it wrong. And people are like, what does he mean? It should be exciting. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, it should be systematized. You run the playbook and it's boring. And and I think about trading. And hear me out if people are listening. To this. I think about trading the same way. It technically should be boring. It should be like. What do you do? It's like, I look at a couple of charts and if I see the pattern, I buy. If I don't, I don't buy. And people will be like, no, it has to be more than that. It's like, no, it's kind of like, that's it. Let's go through a hundred charts. And if it's at support, I buy. If it's not, I don't buy. They're like, but people want excitement. And so what's excitement? They like, earnings is coming up. You think it's going to go up or go down? You think it'll go beat earnings or miss it? It's like, that's too much excitement. That excitement is yes. that dopamine hit they're trying to get from gambling and guessing and turning the dollar into a million overnight. That's that that's that gambling mentality. So it's like, look, this should be just straight blocking and tackling. I either see a pattern or I don't. I don't see it. It's not a support. I'm not buying it. I move on. That's the stock market. That is the but but boring isn't sexy. So it's like, how do I make this money? You'd be like, buy a course. They're like, that's not what I wanted to hear. It's like, okay, don't want to buy a course. Then even if I told you to chart 500 stocks, how do you know you're charting them correctly if you haven't been taught oh, how to chart them correctly? Just reinforcing bad behavior. Like if you don't know, people are like, experience is a great way to, yeah, but if you don't, if you don't know why something was good or bad, like you're not actually learning. Right. Right. So you don't want to get the right information. You don't want to get the right education. You just want to jump straight to the task and start looking for stocks. You don't know what you're looking for. You don't know the best time to buy or sell. That is the boring stuff of the stock market. And it's so like, if you could just get good at that, most people would be rich. But then, but hold on. Here's the other thing. Yeah. They're like, okay, so if I get good at reading charts, I'll be rich. I'm like, well, then you got to master fear and greed. You're like, I didn't know I was going to get a lesson on my emotions doing this. <laughs> right. But you got to think about most people come in greedy. I think I can make more. I think I can make more. It's like you already up. Take the money. They get they, they fear missing out and then they're greedy thinking they should make more than they've already made. And they don't understand that's a balancing scale. And once they get too out of balance, you hold on to winning trades until they become losing ones. And then you hold on to losing trades so long that you blow up your entire account. I know I can get an amen. Somebody listening to somewhere like that's me. I watched it go all the way up and then I watched it come all the way back down. And somebody else is like, I was down 100. I watched it go 200, down 1,000, 2,000. Watched it go down to 5,000, lost my entire account. Yeah. You know, another thing that, that you brought up there about being boring. 
and doing the work that nobody sees. Because, you know, one of my roles within the Power Trades University and the five-year millionaire group is, is really adding support in the, the forums. And we'll, you know, members of the forum will, will post up a ticker symbol and, you know, what do you think? And, and that, that can be a place to start. But I also know you have a, a trade tracker and you have your trading plan and your, your checklist. Just saying, and, we, we, we part of yeah, the team now. <laughs> and, and so this, these assets, and you, just guessing here, Jay, I know you, you don't have all the numbers for it, but, you know, what do you think percentage of, of the community is building out those templates consistently? And, and I know you don't have to do it, you know, maybe after a while, but even beginner trades, do you think everybody's doing that? No, I mean, you know, they're not right. You see new traders come in all the time. And it's like, is this a good stock to buy or sell? It's like, show me your trade ticket. Where did you follow the five steps, six steps that we asked you to follow on the trade ticket? But, oh, I didn't fill it out. You're like, why not? Cause it's boring. Cause it's boring. It's boring. This is You're the, like, I don't want to do that. Just tell me what to buy. It's like, dude, fill out the form. It'll tell you what we what we call it in the business, green check, red X. How many green check marks add up? And the more green, right? It's boring, <laughs> right? For people listening on the audio, you couldn't see Coach Sutton was like yawning, like it's boring, right? It's like it's like driving down the street. It's like is the light green? Yes. Okay. All system go. Is it at support? Green check mark. Okay. What's the overall market doing? Is that support? Green check mark. Is earnings coming out this week or some type of news that could change the trajectory? Nope, green check mark, right? Are you checking off all those things? And only, I shouldn't say only, but when you have number one, if they're all green, you have no reason not to take the trade. If you have more green than red, then what you have is a high probability that the trade will work out in your favor. But when you have all green check marks, you have a high probability that the trade will work out and you have no reason to not take the trade. Those are the two situations I like to be in where it's like, look, why would I not buy this? And so, everything checks out. But so here, let's boring. put this becoming, you know, becoming the millionaire. So one of the things we talked about was going through the charts, you know, having the education to chart them properly. And then make a commitment that says, I'm going to build out a trade ticket on three potential trades. And then you build out your trade tickets. You could post that in the forum and get some feedback from people. So then you have a, you know, you you did the boring, you you mapped it out, you know, kind of analog. And then, what if you were able to get into the simulator? You know, you said I'm going to put four thousand dollars in my non-funded account as if, and I'm going to go test one of these three trades that I built. Right. What, what does that cost me? That's free. It's free. It's free, but you, you got to do the boring, right? So you go through and you, not just, oh, I, I click buy 10 contracts and it went up. Look, I'm a trader. I, oh man, I could have made all, no, no. I, I built it. I reasoned it. I couldn't find a reason not to. I got those green check marks we're talking about and you could repeat it. See, that's the thing. Lightning in a bottle, you know, no, I'm talking about a predictable, repeatable pattern because you, you know, one of the things you started out with that mentality, right? So a millionaire mindset where things go bad, 
you lost it. But they're not devastated necessarily because they know there was a predictable, repeatable pattern, a process or a that system. they could, a system to build it again. It wasn't like, oh, I got lucky. It was a bull market. I just bought a whole bunch of long calls and it went up and, and then it, the market shifts and all of a sudden that system you thought you had, <laughs> it's not working because it wasn't a predictable, repeatable pattern. Absolutely. So listen, so as we wrap this up, becoming a millionaire is, is, is understanding who you have to become versus more than what you have to do. There is some what you have to do in there, but it's yeah. like, do you understand what it takes to do that? And one last story, I think about the Kardashians. People say like, I can't believe that they're rich. I can't believe that they, they make this much money. And it's like, okay, you want to be a Kardashian? Most people are like, no, I don't want to be a Kardashian. Okay, well, would you like Kardashian money? Yes. I then say, you don't have what it takes to be a Kardashian. Because the Kardashian is up at 4 a.m. on the plane, flying here for their grand opening. They're doing a podcast here. They got cameras following them around there. They fly back here. They got a meeting at midnight. They're meeting with the makeup company this day. And they get home dirt tire and get up and do it all over again and it's like what you don't see is you, what, what you see on tv is just some random people frolicking around town what you don't see is a work ethic like no other of getting up and being mm. entertaining being on tv handling your business being able to take the social pressure of having all your business exposed on tv and to the rest of the world and still moving forward as if it's just a normal day. It's like you couldn't walk a day in the Kardashian shoes. So when you say, why are they rich? And you barely can get out of bed because the alarm clock went off. It's like, <laughs> that's the Kardashian difference. And it's the same thing with the stock market. You're like, why are these guys rich? They're not that smarter than me. They're not that cuter than me. Whatever the case is like has nothing to do with it. I chart more stocks than you. I have more discipline than you. I get out when I'm up 10%, which is the five-year millionaire. But that's that that those little things that are unsexy and most of the times that you can't see is usually the reason why somebody else is having success. And I remember Kanye said this in the song. He said, uh, I was having nervous breakdowns, like, dang, are these people that much better than me? And then he said, like, um, you know, in another song, he said, dude, lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers. Now, I don't know if he actually did that, but if he did, can you imagine every summer while everybody outside playing on the lake, golfing, he in the room doing five beats a day for three summers in a row? No wonder, dude is a genius when it comes to making beats, making music, selling beats to other people, understanding the music industry. It wasn't because he got on stage and rocked the mic. It was because he locked himself in the room doing five beats a day for three summers, right? Like that, it, but that, that's unsexy. That's unsexy. And it's unsexy because here's the other thing. There's no guarantee that he would ever become somebody. 
No not. different than the stock market. You like, okay, Jay, you told me chart a hundred stocks. It's still no guarantee that you go find the right stocks and place the right trades, but you have a better chance of doing it. If you think about who you have to become versus what you have to do. Let's go. Any final words, Coach Sutton? I can tell you what I'm about to do right now. I'm about to close this trade out, take my profit. I don't know if you can hear that bing, but I just take it. Yeah, I just got out. Cool. Just I, I just hey, living by my own words, man. You never go broke taking a profit, mastering fear and greed. And most people don't know we have to master fear and greed too, because like I said before, we start talking. What was we talking about? I was like, man, I think I should just hang on to it. I think it could go higher. But it's like, quit playing, Jay. Go and close it out. <laughs> Any final words? Right, we're good. This, this was great. Keep it going. There, there it is. Let us know in the comments if you're listening to this on all the platforms. What's, the, what's one or two things that you took from this that you need to master to become a millionaire? Who do you have to become? What habits do you have to change mindset wise or with your discipline to become a millionaire? Let us know in the comments. Coach Brown, Coach Sutton signing off saying, remember, you never go broke taking a profit. Peace.